Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. We are talking life issues today on Faith and Family. Joining me by phone now, the Reverend Jonathan Lang, pastor of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Evanston and St. Paul Lutheran Church in Kemmerer, Wyoming. He's also a chairman of the district life coordinators and also serves on the LCMS Life Committee. Pastor Lang, welcome back to Faith and Family. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's certainly a pleasure to, to have some time to talk with you today and learn more about uh, what's going on in the life ministry in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and your work as well. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the district life coordinators and what the, the district life coordinators to do, do to, uh, to support uh, the rest of us out in the pew. Yeah, the district life coordinators are kind of a relatively new project, uh, uh, about uh, three years old now, I'd say. Um, and almost every district has one. They serve as a as a nexus point, really, um, where they do their own research, their own uh, uh, take their own initiative. But they're also working very closely with uh, district presidents um, and to uh, to advance the agendas that they have on their mind. Because every part of the nation has different challenges, and so it's got to be um, it's got to be a locally based kind of thing. But they're also then as a nexus point where they can. Uh, uh, coordinate with uh, with other districts around the Synod. Uh, they can coordinate with the activities of Lutherans for Life, uh, with LCMS Life Ministries, <clears throat> and just basically bring all life concerns together um, so that uh, we're not uh, um, pulling separately, but pulling together. What are the what are some of the key issues that that you think are important when it comes to talking about matters of life? What are the the issues that you like to talk about when it comes to matters of life? Well, I think overall, um, what can really be helpful is if we begin to integrate um, matters of of life um, with with the other areas that are, you know, part of the the social, uh, the bigger picture. Um, I like to think of the three topics of marriage life and family as a uh, as a holy trinity as it were um inseparable they uh, one feeds upon the other um <clears throat> so for instance um every single life arises um uh, by god's design within marriage and uh, and every single human being has a, a family um and these three things need to be talked about together so to keep them together i think is to see a bigger picture um and to be able to to answer so many of the challenges to to each one individually uh, challenges to life challenges to marriage challenges to family can all be answered by keeping them together how are they so integrated and really inseparable how are they they interwoven and inseparable well uh, just take for instance one one small issue of uh, of um, abortion um, and that is that um, there are approximately seven out of eight uh, of abortions uh, which happen within the context of an unmarried uh, woman. Um, when people are married, abortion is very, very rare uh, in comparison with the other way. Um, <clears throat> so that's just one issue, for instance. Um, another issue which we you know hear all the time is that uh, you know, well, you know, we we are all for the life of the infant, but we're not for taking care of of, of people after they're born. Well, um, the the whole context of family and marriage is is all about that, and anything that we can do to strengthen family and marriage is automatically going to strengthen our concerns and our our work for life. <clears throat> so when 
so when we're looking at, for example, the issue of marriage, God instituted this uh, this union of marriage, and in that, uh, they are cared for. One another is cared for, and when uh, a child becomes a part of that that family, they're cared for through the vocations of both husband and wife, now mother and father. It's a the sanctity of marriage is so so closely related to this this issue of life it's it well it's directly related to life exactly you put your finger right on it um it's the way god designed life to come into the world um through marriage and uh and we have seen i mean part of the the struggle for uh human life at the beginning um uh, especially has been uh hand in glove with the dissolution of marriage there's no accident that the no fault divorce laws happened in 1970, and then uh, uh, Roe v. Wade happened in 1973. No accident whatsoever. How then do we go about this, uh, discussing this? How do we go about talking about this and uh, these matters of life and, and, and really marriage, family? How do we talk about them in a way that that is gospel-motivated, that... Um, that that is that is spurred by the gospel. Yes, yeah, that that is the key. That is the key. And I, I would maybe just start with saying that uh, we are speaking to the sanctity of life because the sanctity of life is about the gospel itself. It's not somehow tangential to the gospel. It's not something which is a lead-in to the gospel. It is the gospel. Um, the fact that God Himself would be conceived and born in a human body in order to redeem your human body from sin, um, in order to give your human body resurrection to eternal living, uh, that simply makes all life in the human body holy, sanctified. <clears throat> or to put it in something that may be more Lutheran terms, um, the sanctity of life is fundamentally about the gospel and not about the law. It's a rescue mission. Uh, the most obvious rescue mission, of course, is the saving the life of the child, but it's it's much, much more than that. It's a rescue of the woman, the woman's body, the woman's mind, the woman's spirit, um, and rescues her from the destructive forces, which uh, which she can't really imagine. Um, and certainly the, uh, uh, the culture of our day and the abortion industry of our day uh, is not forthwith in, in, in laying out what these dangers are, but they are there to be, to be found. And so to defend the sanctity of life is first and foremost to defend women uh, and to defend them from false information, to defend them from the threats to their family, from damage to their body, from damage to their psyche and their soul. Um, I just might point out here that, you know, Eve is the name that uh, Adam gave to his wife in response to the first promise of the gospel. Um, Eve means uh, the mother of all living, and it recognizes that women especially have a uh, special connection to life that's unique and different to man. Um, and so it's, uh, it's a unique and beautiful thing. And so to defend life is to defend a woman's uniqueness. Can you share with me what uh, district coordinators are sharing with you about what's going on in their districts and the work that, uh, that folks in their districts are doing to, uh, to bring this, uh, th- this message of life to their neighbors? Yes, uh, that'd be great. Um, there are some districts that are, are heavily focused on helping um, the uh, uh, 
unmarried uh, pregnant women, <clears throat> have shelters set up for them, um, give them a place to be and a place to learn and a place to get connected and grow while they are waiting for their child to be born and then take care of them afterwards. Uh, there are other districts that are focusing right now on another issue uh, on the other end of life. Um, that is the whole issue of assisted suicide, euthanasia, um, that these things are coming to the states uh, um, in, in a more rapid-fire way um, in the last couple of years than, uh, than in ever before. And uh, you know, districts like, uh, like Colorado, um, Oregon, uh, Washington, uh, California, uh, these districts especially have to be on the forefront of, of proclaiming the gospel of life uh, in the face of those who would uh, think that life is, is not good, uh, life is not a gift from God. Um, <clears throat> those would be just a couple of examples. We have other districts that are taking a more, um, uh, a more wide-ranging approach and simply organizing in such a way and, organ- and putting together websites in order to uh, to equip their pastors and their congregations with a whole panoply of of information of of life issues on on all fronts, um, and then some um, some districts are are focusing on a program um, from Lutherans for Life, um, where there are congregational life teams um, that uh, <clears throat> that take up the work in each congregation and make it the work of the congregation. Uh, again, the, the the goal here is to integrate, uh, to keep to keep us from thinking that uh, life issues are somehow separated from the life of the congregation, somehow a tangential thing, but that we see how life issues are a direct expression of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of His forgiveness, of His redemption, of His restoration. Those those are just a few examples. What would you offer to the the layperson who doesn't feel equipped to talk to friends or neighbors about life issues, you know, whether it's end of life issues or, or the issue of abortion. Well, I think the, the, there's first thing, there's an attitudinal uh, shift and it happened to me uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, it's the reason I became so on fire for this. And the first attitudinal shift is to understand um, that that to protect human life is not us trying to tell people how to live. It's rather um, it, it's trying to protect all human beings, um, women, children, men. Um, so you have to understand first of all that the, that abortion in the popular media is completely topsy turvy. Uh, you have to understand that whenever you hear it presented as a competition between the needs of a woman and the needs of a child that's an obviously wrong approach. It's not true. Um, and once you can see that, then you can see where you need to educate yourself um, in order to find out the fact of the matter. Uh, and, and there are plenty of places for information um, on any given issue that's presented in a topsy-turvy fashion. I would simply point, uh, as far as resources, uh, the first thing uh, it would just be to contact your district office. Um, Find out who the life coordinator is and, and pick up the telephone and give them a call, and they will be able to put you in touch with, with all kinds of resources to answer your questions and get you started. Um, for online searches, uh, there, is, uh, uh, there are piles of information available uh, from Lutherans for Life uh, to go onto their website. Uh, there's information available uh, from the LCMS Life Ministries website, um, and, uh, and 
we can go on and on with the with the various places where they can find resources. But I think the first thing is to get it turned around and to realize that life is for people, not against anybody. And then that puts us on a footing to to find out all kinds of things and and really be joyous in our sharing of the gospel. We have just uh, just about a minute left. One other issue I wanted to address today is we are bombarded with with all kinds of messages in the media. How do we discern um, these very issues as they're they're sometimes hidden in the media and and, and are hidden by the media? How do we uh, how do we discern um, truth from from uh, non truth in uh, the, in mass media? Well, I think uh, the first thing is to recognize that Satan is a liar and the father of lies. And uh, what Satan does always, and he has from the very beginning, his first interaction with uh, with Adam and Eve, uh, is to paint the gifts of God as though they were not gifts of God, but curses. Um, whenever we hear uh, some aspect of God's Word, some aspect of God's encouragement to us being painted as though it were stifling and harmful to our human nature, uh, we have to suspect that Satan is behind it. And then we can open up the Scriptures, and we can learn from God not only what he says, uh, but his great and deep love behind saying it. Um, And that will encourage us for our own lives and encourage us to open our mouths and spread the gospel to others. My guest today, the Reverend Jonathan Lang, pastor of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Evanston and St. Paul Lutheran Church in Kemmerer, Wyoming, and also serves as the chairman of the district life coordinators for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Pastor Lang, a pleasure to talk with you today. Thanks for sharing with us about your work and uh, the, and, and uh, many others throughout our church body and bringing this, uh, this comforting news of Jesus to those who so desperately need to hear it. It is a joy to speak it, and thanks for letting me be on. God's blessings on your service. Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word, right here on the Messenger of Good News, Worldwide KFUO. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.